G'day, welcome to Partaker's Podcast. Come and listen. Matthew chapter 14 verses 22 to 33. Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat was already a considerable distance from land, being buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said to each other, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when Peter saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me! Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, Jesus said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. The title for the sermon this morning is Come. Jesus cares and is concerned for us. Telling the strange story in the Gospel account, John records the reason why Jesus retreated to spend some time alone in prayer and why the disciples were sent into the boat. This reason is that the crowd wanted to crown Jesus as a physical king. Jesus did not want this to happen and so he withdrew and placed the disciples back in the boat. This experience of the disciples in the storm can be an encouragement to us when we go through the storms of life We all go through storms and troubles. When we find ourselves in these storms, we can rest on four assurances about Jesus if we are Christians and following him. Firstly, by faith, he is praying for us. This entire scene is a dramatic picture of the church and the Lord Jesus today. God's people are on the sea in the midst of a storm. Yet Jesus Christ is in heaven making intercessions for us. He saw the disciples and knew their troubles just as he knows our troubles and needs now. He feels the burdens and cares we have and knows what we are going through. Jesus was praying for the disciples that their faith would not fail. If you knew Jesus was in the next room praying for you, would it not give you new courage to endure any troubles you have and start following him and continue following him? Of course you would. He is in heaven now, praying for you and I in our needs, our fears, and he is in control. Secondly, by faith he will come to us. Often we feel Jesus has deserted us as we are going through hard times. In the Psalms, David often complained that God was far away and unconcerned. Yet he also knew that God would ultimately rescue him. 
Even the Apostle Paul got into a situation so difficult, he felt burdened excessively, beyond strength, so that I despair even of life. And Jesus always comes to us in the storms. He may not come to us in the time we think he should come, because he knows best when we need him most. He waited until the, the boat was as far away from land as possible, in the darkest hours of the night, it was gone. He was testing the disciples' faith. Why did Jesus walk on water? To show the disciples that the very thing they feared was merely a walkway for him to come to them. Why did they not recognize him? They didn't recognize him because they were not looking for him. Had they been waiting and watching in faith, they would have recognized him immediately. Instead, they jumped to conclusion a ghost Fear and faith, living together, causes doubt. And doubt is double-mindedness that blinds our eyes to the Lord. Thirdly, by faith he will help us to grow. This was the whole purpose of the storm, to help the disciples grow in their faith. After all, Jesus would one day leave them, and they would then face many storms in their ministry. They had to learn to trust him, even though he would not be there with them, and even though it looked like he didn't care. Now here comes the bit about Peter. He gets a bit of a raw deal a lot of the time, and is generally criticised for sinking. Let's honour him though for demonstrating his faith. He did walk on water, remember. He dared to be different. Anybody can sit in a boat and watch, but not our Peter. He went for it. Why did he sink? Because fear arose. He looked at the stormy weather instead of looking at Jesus. Jesus asked him after rescuing him, Why are you in two minds? Did I not say, look to me? We must also give Peter credit for asking Jesus to save him. And perhaps this is what he was thinking of when he later wrote in his letter, For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. This all helped Peter to grow in the knowledge of the Lord. Fourthly and finally, by faith he will see us through. Jesus said, Come. Peter went with him, and together they walked to the ship. This must have encouraged the other disciples as well as Peter. When they saw the power of Jesus, they worshipped him. So whatever temporal troubles we have, Jesus will see us through to the end for his praise, his glory, and for his majesty and honour. By faith, Jesus is praying for us. By faith, Jesus will come to us. By faith, Jesus will help us grow in spiritual maturity. By faith, Jesus will see us through those difficult times and storms. And so if you are a Christian already, continue to focus on him. He cares for you, just as he did for those disciples in the boat. By faith Jesus is praying for you. By faith Jesus will come to you. By faith Jesus will help you grow in spiritual maturity. By faith Jesus will see you through those difficult times we all go through.
If you don't already have faith in Jesus, do consider him. If you want to turn to God, there is no need for delay. He is ready and willing to take you as his own right now. You only have to ask him to forgive you and to give you help on the journey ahead. It is a partnership between God and yourself. In other words, it is a dynamic relationship and not a dormant religion. The act of deciding to change course in midlife is what is called conversion or deciding to be a Christian. When you place your faith in Jesus Christ, becoming utterly dependent upon Him, you turn to God. You don't need to do or change anything to become a follower of Jesus. However, once you have made that decision, you leave behind your spiritual isolation and rebellion against Him. As you live each day, becoming more involved with Jesus day by day, you will find yourself changing. You will stop doing those things that separated you from Him. You will find yourself doing things that please Him and develop your relationship with Him. How do you develop this relationship? Sin, or what alienates you from God, controls your rebellion against Him in your attitudes and your activities. God asks that you accept His guidance and management of your life. His point of view and His strength become your point of view and your source of strength. You turn your mind, will and heart to Him for all you do. If you want to become a Christian, there are three simple steps to follow. Firstly, admit that you have done wrong against God and His ways. Secondly, believe and trust in Jesus Christ, calling on Him, receiving, trusting, obeying and worshipping Him recognizing him for who he is and for what he has done. And lastly, confess Jesus as your Lord and Saviour. Once sin has been confessed and Jesus is believed in and trusted in as Saviour, then you are a Christian. Now you are ready, as Peter writes in the Bible, to grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you want to become a Christian right now, then please do say this prayer with me. God, I know that I am separated from you. I am truly sorry for all the things I have done against you. Please forgive me as you have promised to do. I acknowledge that your Son, Jesus Christ, died for the things that I have done wrong. I now believe in him and invite Jesus Christ to be my personal Lord and Saviour so that I can live with him forever. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, or a prayer like it, and would now call yourself a Christian, welcome into the family. Welcome to the family of God. God has chosen you, Jesus has paid for you, and he has put his mark within you through his spirit. Thank you. That's it for today. Come back every day to www.partakers.co.uk where there is something uploaded to help you as a Christian disciple, wherever you are in this world, to live for Jesus Christ. Our books are also available on our Amazon site at www.pulptheology.com. See you later.